0: Welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I, remain Ross. And I, apparently, am
1: not Gordon, but possibly Gordon.
0: <laughs> I, I think it was Björnden, but... Björnden, okay. But I'm... what do I know? So, Gordon, have you or anyone you know ever been stuck in a creative rut? Well, that
1: sounds very much like a setup, so I will answer cautiously. Maybe.
0: Well, I freely admit that I have been stuck in the past in a rut, or rut stuck. Rut stuck? I don't even know if that's a phrase.
1: Sounds like a good phrase, though. Okay, so I'm pretty confident that a podcast is not any form of therapy so since you showed up with the problem may i presume that you have a solution
0: i have one potential solution but i already know that some folks are going to find it challenging hmm well since
1: creativity has always has the element of a challenge that's sort of expected so where are you going with this
0: well let's start with what you like to do. Is there a particular subject matter that you have an affinity towards photographing?
1: Yes, mostly because of circumstances, I think.
0: But I
1: enjoy the photography of birds. And you know this because you are such an avid ornithologist that whenever I see something I do not recognize, you kindly inform me that it is a bird.
0: Well, that's true. Simplicity in all things or something like that? Simplicity in all things, except when not. I get the most personally out of photographing people. It's not the only thing that I do, although if I were to have to fall on one thing, that'd be it. But not everyone wants to sit for a photograph, and if it were the only thing that I did, I would get stuck pretty quickly.
1: Okay, I think I see where you're going. You are going to say that variety is the spice of life or something potentially equally different.
0: Well, it's only trade if you sit on the windowsill and gripe without doing something different. My point is that the act of choosing to get out of your photographic or videographic comfort zone will help you break a rut, but only if you act on that objective.
1: So wait a minute. That's just way too easy. If it were a question of imaging something other than your usual, everybody would do it, and then there would be no ruts.
0: Now, I don't believe that in and of itself it breaks a rut, but nor do I believe that everyone would do it anyway. (laughs) It takes more effort. For example, a bird or wildlife photographer will often do landscapes, If there are no critters to be found. And in this regard, you could say that these subjects are very much akin to each other.
1: I see. So you are proposing a polar opposite subject type?
0: Well, yes. And no. Oh. Clear, right? Perfect. What I'm proposing is challenging yourself into doing work that you would not normally consider doing. Perhaps you spend most of your photographic time on flora. Beautiful subjects in their own right. So the photographer has to work hard to bring more to the table to make a flower image special. The flower is already beautiful. That's very hard work, but a dedicated floral photographer can get there. I think of the black box floral style that came around about five years ago. It was a different way for floral photographers to do floral work. Different, and certainly taken up by lots of photographers, but not rut-breaking, because the only thing that was new, that was different, where there was any kind of challenge, was, oh, now I have to create a black box background and put a light in there.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so you are talking about something that is not a correlated extension to what somebody already does.
0: I am. If I think of your bird work, which, by the way, for those who don't know, is superb, since you focused your attention on it, you've moved incredibly far away from where many avian photographers start. Or end. And you know what I mean. Bird on a stick. Duck on a pond. Your bird work has gesture, timing, and a uniqueness that's your own. In fact, it's my opinion that your bird work is recognizable as you. Again, I think that's great skill development, but what would you do that is completely different should birds ever become your rut? I
1: don't know, because I like what I do.
0: What would
1: you propose in this scenario?
0: Well, since I was once there myself, in the rut, more than once, in fact, If you were to ask me for yourself, I would say faces, human faces. I know that faces interest you and there's little about photographing the human face as a storyteller, as you are, that is the same as photographing a bird. The approach is different. The interaction is different. The timing is different and the biochemical response in your own self is different in direct relation to the less skilled you are. My discovery is that it's the learning, the making of errors, of attempting and succeeding, or attempting and not succeeding, that engages the mind.
1: Well, hang, hang on a minute. So just so the listeners don't misunderstand that last statement, are you spe- especially talking about faces or any genre that is one is not really familiar with? Are you suggesting that a photographer who only does one specific subject is
0: lazy? So your question, I think, is fair. I use faces as an example for you. I'm not saying everybody should simply go Uh, out and photograph faces. But to use your words, any genre that one is not familiar with and would be challenging is a good route. Because if the photographer is not constantly challenging him or herself in, in any genre, then the work becomes tedious and boring, and then less fulfilling. And so follows the descent into the rut.
1: But all the classes and web content and web workshops focus on a single thing and advocate specialization.
0: You're absolutely right. And as a creative... It's my conclusion that specialization is a path to a rut. That doesn't mean that you become a poor creator, but it creates the risk of becoming stagnant. I ask you a question. If I say the name Peter Hurley, what do you think of?
1: Hmm, headshots. He's widely known as a master
0: of the headshot. He is indeed, and there are many classes on how he does it, some taught by him but no graduate from his program produces work that is like Peter's work. It may look like Peter Hurley, but it isn't. If someone who's never done headshots takes a Peter Hurley class and instead of just using it as a rote path to try to replicate the Peter Hurley look, but instead uses it as a stepping stone in their own work to build themselves into a skilled headshot photographer, that outcome is going to differ significantly because of the individual work that's involved. Again, it's that commitment to improvement and learning that helps keep one out of a rut. So it sounds
1: like you are opposed to, specialization. What if I really only want to photograph birds or flowers or landscapes and one of those becomes my speciality?
0: Well, that demonstrates the other principle of the rut. If you're satisfied with where you are or what you do, then you're not in a rut. The rut, as a very smart fellow has mentioned, is a state of mind. But if your mind says you're in a rut, just trying something different is by itself not rut-breaking. As the great philosopher, sadly passed, Carlin has said, You got to wanna... And that means focus, effort, and learning in a space that you don't know and where you're not comfortable.
1: So then you are suggesting you do not specialize.
0: I would say that if specialization works for you, then you should do it. As long as you're happy and enjoying your work, that's great. But I believe it can be a crap. a path to the rut. When I think about specialization, I always think of my friend Rick Salmon. He describes himself in the same way that I describe myself. And the phraseology is actually courtesy of him. My specialization is that I don't specialize.
1: Well, pretty words. But what does that really mean?
0: It means that over many decades, I've forced myself to learn different styles and approaches and learned a number of specialty disciplines. I can do all the ones that I studied, but there are some that don't get me excited and I do them very rarely. Some I learned enough to get by, but there's still a ton of stuff to learn, experiments to do. I find this more mentally fulfilling because I care less about the technology of photography or videography than I ever have in my life. Gear doesn't make images. Human brains make images. So if I got cut a rut, I could leap, for example, with both feet into food photography. I've studied with great instructors like the awesome Joe Glida, but nothing I've ever done so far in that genre has really set me going. That tells me that I've missed something. And if I were to really dive in, I would be able to break any ruts that I was feeling because I would have to focus on the unknown.
1: Okay, I am a photographer, some would say. I would say. I can, I can do video, but it has never got my excitement level up. In fact, I consider video a rut because it means nothing. Are you saying that that is wrong?
0: Wrong is a hard word. However, it may be a limit that you've created for yourself. If you approach making a video the same way that you approach making a still photograph, it may never work for you. I've seen this in video students. While they're both visual arts, meaning still photography and video, they are as different as painting and sculpture. They have different audiences, they use different frameworks, and they bring different approaches to the process of storytelling. If you dislike or have a negative opinion of a genre before even trying, it's going to be a battle you may decide just isn't worth fighting. You
1: speak often about challenges and assignments. Not everybody likes those things. They imply difficulty, stress, and in some provokes a natural fear of the unknown.
0: Well, that's true. And we know from our own camera club, we have great members, wonderful people who never respond to challenges, assignments, or whatever verbiage we would use to call them. That's very much a choice and a personal one. However, I firmly believe that nothing worth having comes without some kind of fight, with my personal thanks to Bruce Coburn for that phraseology.
1: So does getting out of a rut have to be a struggle then?
0: I think it's always a struggle, but a good struggle. The only easy day was yesterday. If we choose to grow, we struggle. But struggle does not need to have a negative connotation.
1: So we started out talking about the creative rut, and it has become somewhat dauntingly metaphysical. Was that your overall plan?
0: Not intentionally, but may have worked out that way. Because we're humans. We're not a set of algorithms that follow the same code process every time. We're different every day. And any of us can fall into a rut. Not necessarily by choice, but through ease. It's easy to be there.
1: Yes, I have to go along with that. It, it, it does become easy, and then you're stuck. So that's something to think about. Maybe face photography is something for me to think about if I ever find myself in a rut. Or not. Thanks to all our listeners, if we have any left, that is, I am
0: that other guy, Gordon. <laughs> and I am still Ross, Thank you for listening and subscribing to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. If you shop at BNH Photo Video, please do so through the link on the homepage. It costs you nothing and pays us a small commission based on what you purchase. Please feel free to post questions or comments. I read and respond to them all. Sometimes I even bother Gordon with them. <laughs> Until next time, peace.